Had you posted on Facebook, I would have Facebook liked it. I would have Facebook loved it. Wow. I would have Facebook cared for it. <laughs> I, that is a cute little emoji, though. It's I think it's uh, yeah. snuggly with the hearts. Uh, like, I feel like it's, you know, you get the love, but it's also a little adorable. I Yeah. Yeah. It's it's more my speed. I just wish that it wasn't necessarily like a care. Because I feel like yeah. the like is also the care, right? Otherwise, mm-hmm. you wouldn't like it. I feel like the care is the closest we'll ever get to an appreciate button. Preach. Which is different than like. It sure is. But I, I think that... I would appreciate an appreciate button. Only having the like option for a decade and then suddenly getting like this full range of emotion beyond like anything really negative except for the angry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, well, okay, what do we do with the like then? Because like, I'm not going to like an obituary now, but I also don't love the obituary. <laughs> Perhaps I care about the obituary, but... Yeah, they need... You remember those, like, charts that would have, like, all the emotions on them with, like, a cartoon caricature face? Yeah. They need, like, one of those, but, like, of all the Facebook things. (laughs) Because they're only giving you, like, four emotions to play with. That's true. And it's really just the same one repackaged three different times. Yeah. Do you remember old Facebook whenever... You know, whenever there was, like, a cause, a movement for something, people would make a page. Yeah. Like, every time they would change the layout, someone would make a new page. Yeah. Like, if this page I gets, hate the new layout. If this page gets 100,000 likes, Mark Zomberg will yeah. <laughs> change Facebook back. Yeah, I think, like, five like, or six Mark years Zomberg? ago. A little while ago, I, like, I had to go through my profile. And, because like, I haven't deleted it, but I obviously don't use it. Mm-hmm. And, um... I went through like my likes, like the likes, you know, and then quotation marks, and mm-hmm. I, um, I just went through all of the like, because remember how it used to be formatted, especially with your statuses, it yeah. was like always a sentence, right? So it it never was, it never used to be like what's on your mind. It was Kevin Cross is, is yeah, yeah. So all like when you go through the memories, it's like run on sentences or like sentences that didn't really start correctly. Yeah, and there would be all those things and. I bring that up because the you know Facebook used to be like um, Kevin Cross likes um, such and such like that's how it would go so like all these groups would just be like sentences that started like in medias res <laughs> <laughs> like halfway through but now because it's not formatted like that you would just see this random ass list of shit that you like kind of liked at one point yeah. and it was just like these really like hills to die on kind of opinions like red skittles is best skittles and it's like what 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 yeah i agree yeah and you just did like go through all of them but seeing some 17 year old kevin was like preach hell yes i would like what did you get a facebook i got it in 2008 yeah i think it was like when i first started high school that sounds right i think i probably got mine in seven because it's a freshman year yeah well, six six was my freshman year. 
Well, it was 06, 07. Yeah, 06, 07. 07, 08 was yeah, yeah. our freshman year. Yeah, that was, those are wild times, man. Yeah. Um, and it was very useful for a long time, especially with, like, homework things. Yeah. That, dude, so many of my memories, especially during the school year, are like, did anybody have the such and such notes? Does anybody have this? Like, what are we doing for this project? And then, yeah. like, when it gets to the college, it just devolves immediately into, into uh, degeneracy. Yeah. Oh, take me back. Someone help me with my homework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but... I always, like, knew, like, Monday night was when our physics homework was due online. Yeah. And you would just, like, go on and see, like, everyone in your class online. Yeah. And it's uh, like, let's just make a big group thing. <laughs> but I don't think you could do a big group at the time. No, your groups were capped at like 20 or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the, with the groups, like, one of the things that actually made me a little bit sad was like, yeah, of course you have like the big nonsense ones, like the Coney 2012 groups and stuff mm. like that. But then, um, I yeah, I said, again. yeah, I said it, it's nonsense. I, don't, I still don't know what that dude, he was like a warlord in Ghana or something. He is a warlord. He Ghana. is a warlord in Ghana. Yeah. Is it Ghana? Are we going to get canceled for getting the wrong country? Ghana sounds right. Because I just pulled it off the top of my head. But also, that was a scam. It sure was. No, it definitely and was. And they went to everyone's college. Yeah. I, I remember, because it was IUP, I remember the soggy flyers that mm. were like bonded to the sides of bricks. Because <laughs> that was the only building material. Um, I'm going to look him up, but I'm also going to keep going. Kony 2012. It made it into a film. Yeah. Um, Uganda. Uganda. So we were kind of close. Anyway, um, there were like the personal groups that were created with you in mind. Like you were, it was like created and you were, you know, supposed to be in it like personally. Mm -hmm. And the like seeing them now defunct or people are, no, they no longer have a Facebook. So it's just like that skeleton, like it's like the, the generic avatar and then their names are just black. Because right. they're not web links anymore, and it's like oh, that's sad. Or like right, the man. ones that like people have like passed away in, and because I was like famously around here, I was I was I was good. I was pretty good at <laughs> Call of Duty Four. I was pretty good at it. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, at it. I don't remember you playing in the LAN party. No, well, I just I I wasn't a LAN guy. I never got invited to LAN events. You that, you we showed up there together, didn't we? Were you there? Perhaps. I know you were there. I don't think I was there. We I showed up just for free food. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never played it competitively. I mean, for money or anything like that. Right. I um. But I was, I was in some international clans. I think they played for like a Rockefeller's gift card or Jesus. something. I mean, I definitely would have. It's all you Xbox Which, to be people. Fair, they have delicious uh, clam sauce pasta. So I mean, that's one man's opinion. Yeah. But. Uh, I yeah for like the PS3 like there was a group of English guys that I played with and they were hysterical and like there were tryouts like I had to do like multiple 1v1s against multiple members of this clan to get in but when you're like 15 16 it's like the only thing that matters the older foreign boys are letting me in. yeah and there was like that's that what Kevin sounded like exactly I mean that's even being pretty uh, that's being pretty uh respectful too was, my 360 no <laughs> well that was never my style that was more that was more them i was more of a shock and awe kind of guy you know stopping power mp5 flash grenades you're three times around with a riot grenades. shield and an uzi <laughs> please this was this was call of duty modern warfare one oh. there were no riot shields in modern warfare one but uh it, no but it was just like running into Who's it really the cool guy <laughs> i'm still i'm still like friends with one or two of them and that's the thing people drop off your friends list and you don't even recognize it 
So like you're like, oh, what the fuck, man? Like so we were boys, you know. We were on the we were on the search and destroy team together. What is the shit? And they have like a whole life without without you knowing. It's upsetting, but I mean beyond that, and then just seeing like the the hollowed out like groups for like high school things yeah. like. You know, if you had a group project to do just to keep everything straight, you put it in. You're right. It was actually really useful. And now it's yeah. and now it's just, you know, anti-vax memes and yeah. this so and that. Which and, relative is racist? Yeah. <laughs> and that's a large part. I want to say I was definitely aloof on on Facebook before 2016, but certainly after it. I was like, my opinion of people, both on the left and the right, is, is plummeting. Yeah. I'm just on it for the truck memes now. Oh, you have to be. Uggy Duggies, man. <laughs> Still don't understand. I don't know what that means, but it's hysterical. Uh, All right, babies, we're going to do a poll. Would you rather be babies or Uggy Duggies? We're going to need to get this figured out. Um, that's true. We discussed Uggy Duggies a long we, time ago. We did. We? we did before uh, before Sweet Baby Allen. Yeah. But it was definitely, we have fun. Yeah. This might have been like in the first five episodes. I think it actually was. Because it was before we tried to make blanket forts for audio yeah. quality. <laughs> Hey, to be fair, it did work. It was just we had a motherfucker of a time getting them to sync up. Yeah. You could say we never got them to sync up. Yeah, you could definitely say that. still do blanket forts. It's not... Yeah. Not yeah. Well, yeah. You know, winter's right around the corner. Winter is right around the... True. Yeah, it's over there. Hello? <laughs> Something just scraped the door to the stewed and... Uh, I thought that was you making that noise. No, that was not me. Well, hey... My back is to the wall, so I'm going to need... I shall protect Rhett with my okay, life. Okay, beautiful. Alan, I'm going to need you... I'll be the first line of defense. Yes. See, and that's why That's why we like Alan. Alan fully reclined. <laughs> Feet up. <laughs> no, no. Please, don't. Uh, well, while you're stabbing Kevin, yeah. I guess the rest of us will make our way out of here. Oh, I hope it's a person. I haven't rolled out like non, non-human thing. <laughs> People don't scrape doors. They just burst them down. Uh, if it's the hash-slinging slasher, it <laughs> scrapes doors. And the walls will ooze green slime. No, oh, wait, no, they do that anyway. <laughs> Everything comes back to SpongeBob, man. Oh, you know, Has, you know, talk about the first five years of Simpsons having great writers. The first I'm like, you what. three of SpongeBob. I mean, so Simpsons is certainly an answer to this question, but can you think of any cartoons that have better staying power than SpongeBob? I mean, I'm sure there's some, but it's through a film of nostalgia. Yeah, certainly. Uh, Memes have really brought a lot of things back from the dead, yeah. but I feel like Rocket Power would, if it was still, if they still played reruns as often. Uh huh. You'd be like, wow, this was funny. I don't. Yeah, because I do have a lot of memories right. of it being funny. Uh, th- it, I don't know that I necessarily remember it being funny, but it was certainly captivating. Uh, I remember. The episode where they uh, have to clean up the beach. Yes. And they have to do it like three days in a row. And each day, Twister picks up like the same trash. And he's like, oh, look, a wrapper for my favorite Freezy Freeze. I sure love Freezy Freeze. And oh, look, a wrapper for my favorite Bubblegum. I sure love Bubblegum. Three times he does that. I um, I liked the... Uh... Ooh, you know what does hmm. hold up? What? Not to interrupt your thought. No, you're fine. Recess. I never liked. I didn't fuck with recess. The at least recess schools out the movie. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Uh, what was that on? Why do you have to? Was that Disney? Just out of reach. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, we, give me that look. We've been over this multiple times. 
I didn't fuck with Disney. Not even Disney Channel original movies? No. So you wish the Lawrence brothers would die, is what you're saying. I missed out on a lot, I will admit, <laughs> but what I lost there, I gained in Toonami. So it all kind of yeah. worked out. I mean, we've talked about that before. Toonami just had such a weird schedule for me. I still don't think there was much of a rhyme or reason to it. Mm-mm. To call it a schedule is actually being really, uh, really kind. And the only thing I really watched back then was Dragon Ball Z the, mm-hmm. on it. Because, like, everything else, I never found out the schedule of one to catch up on. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, but Disney always seemed, like, a little too uh, corny. Well, yeah. Do you know Disney? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just, it always struck me as a little bit too, like, family-friendly. And that, that just really didn't appeal to me. Um. But that's also, like, it makes sense, like, personally, like, hanging out with my brother, him being five years older than me, hanging out with their friends, and, like, whenever I was supposed to be watching Disney, like, they were getting me into, like... Hard drugs. Basically. <laughs> no, they, they I was getting into, like, skating pretty heavy, mm-hmm. and, uh, like, I was, like, that was my kind of introduction years into, like, heavy metal and like Rammstein and Power Man 5000 and stuff. And it's really hard to turn that corner and then look back at like the Lizzie McGuire show. However, I did fuck with Lizzie McGuire extremely oh, heavy. Yeah. Oh, that movie. Also incredible. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, Lizzie McGuire. I don't know. <laughs> Lizzie McGuire. I fuck with pretty heavy. And there was another show that I liked a lot. And Even Stevens. Famous Jack Jackson. R.I.P. R.I.P. That's a Raven. It's the future she can see. That's so Raven. So okay, so like two years ago, mm-hmm. I was down in Coriopolis. Shout out Coriopolis. Shout out Corey. Shout out the Dirty Core. <laughs> and I was walking the streets. I was a street walker. You sure were, and you continue to be. Yeah. And there was this girl driving her car. And the layout of Coriopolis is it's basically two streets. Each one is a one way. Yeah. And we were. I was on the other side, coming back into town our uh-huh. way. Yeah. And this girl, she had all her windows up in her car, but she was driving on the street. She was what does. just demolishing her speakers with the theme song to That's So Raven. <laughs> I was like, go off, queen. Roll those it. windows down so I can join in. You love it. With the song, not jump in the car. I mean. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Take me away. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... That was a good show. So mysterious. What else was a good show? Was Phineas and Ferb on Disney? It was. I liked Phineas and Ferb a little bit. I didn't like Phineas or Ferb, but I liked uh, Candace, the sister, and I liked the platypus, Perry. Yeah. And uh, the villain dude. Goofenshmirtz. I couldn't tell you. Something like that. That was like a little bit past my time, Uh but like I had younger relatives that we would put it on for, and I'd be like, all right, this is actually pretty funny. Yeah. It's yeah, it's very <laughs> like uh, self-referential. It's like really uh, aware of itself. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, Rolly Polioli. I don't know if that was on Disney. <sighs> He's small was, and squirt and round. Yeah, I liked Rolly Polioli a lot. His, that was that was my sick day show. In probably fourth grade, third fourth grade, he was part of my morning routine because mm. he was on early enough for me to be eating breakfast. Yeah, I mind eating breakfast for those listening. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Rolly Polioli was good. Whenever that, uh, so that you would know what I meant by eating breakfast. What was that? What was that? Wasn't there like a Pixar movie about like robots? It wasn't Pixar, but it was it was called Robots. Yeah, and I remember Ewan McGregor and yeah, Robin Williams. Yeah, and I remember looking at it. And I was like, is this like a trumped up Roly Poly Oly movie? 
No. It just was like very, very similar art styles, like yeah. color palette. It was a good movie. I saw that in the Omnimax oh, at well, the Science Center. Yeah, that sounds right. And there was a younger child in the seat behind me. Mind you, I don't have, I'm not great with heights. And the Omnimax is like a vertical line of seats. Mm-hmm. And there was a kid in the row behind me. He kept kicking my chair. And like, I don't know, it was what, fifth grade maybe? Yeah. So I don't weigh a lot. So right. I can't really hold the chair down. So the back of the chair, I'm just like seeing the ground, seeing the screen, seeing the ground. It's like, oh boy. <laughs> my hands were like, there's like a bar underneath the seat. Uh-huh. I think like all the seats like in a row are attached to. I had an iron grip on this bar. <laughs> That'll do it. Oh man, that will was do terrifying. It. I haven't I was been. Like, am I going to die in a robots movie? <laughs> do you think it's socially acceptable for us to go to the science center? Yeah, like right now. I mean, they have not like, like right now, but like they have like adult lights. this day and age. They have like adult lights, like twenty one or up, that are those are very hard to get tickets to. Yeah. I, I want to go to one. I've never been to one. I just want to go and, like, you know the water table they have there? Yeah, I just sure. want to play with the water table. Yeah. But I'm sure everyone else also wants yeah. to play with the water table. Yeah, I'd like to go to any of those more, theme maybe. things. I've been trying to go to the museum for, like, legit a month and a half. I was uh, there in the spring. I missed going to the museum. This, it's just that I got the bug really bad, like I said, like, in August. Mm-hmm. And, like, Oakland in August is, like, the fourth ring of hell. Yeah. Um, it's October. Yeah, honestly. So, but I really, man, I really, really want to go. Um which which side do you prefer, history or art? Um, I like to start in art and then finish strong in 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 history. Um, that's the way to go. The history doesn't really change. There's like never really an exhibit that's like, oh shit, X but, to the Z. But uh, <laughs> what if exhibit the rapper was there? I would love that. Um, yo, we heard you like dinosaurs. <laughs> but uh, the museum, I, I like I like looking at like the avant garde shit because like when you really kind of. Instead of like just standing there like a chotch and just being like, oh, it's just a funny fork. Like, it's actually kind of fun for me to be like, I wonder what this dude was like. Okay, obviously it's a giant fork and the sporks are bent or whatever. He was hungry. <laughs> yeah, like what's going on here? There, There is a, as of this recording, I believe there is a, the, the exhibit is um, Everyday Things. Mm. So it's it's artistic renditions of things that you would just find around your house. Seemed kind of cool. Is that... um. Is that Van Gogh thing still going on? It is. Uh, I, really, well, I really wanted to go to that. It goes. It's in October. Okay, but it's it's not at the museum. It's somewhere else, isn't it? It's somewhere else. Okay, but it's it's in October. As of right now, I am a proxy guest of my mom. Oh, nice. Because like they they announced it was happening in like March, and I was like, "Fuck, man, I don't know what I'm doing in eight goddamn months." And uh, these days, you don't even know if you'll be alive. Exactly. But my you parents bought tickets and my stepdad just got a new job so he might be away mm. and uh, she was like well if he's gone like do you want to go and i was like shit yeah i want to go shit, yeah. so I love that could be cool that could be cool i heard it's like not super green but you know there's a I lot mean, of neg- the, literally the only thing i've seen is starry night yeah there's a lot of negativity <laughs> out there um every time i think of van gogh i think of that doctor who episode where they they find him for whatever reason and they have to like convince him or something. I, I haven't seen the entire episode, so I'm sure that there's one or two Doctor Who a, fans that are absolutely fucking screaming their head off right now. I've never seen a single Doctor Who episode. But he, um, they they find him, they take him to perhaps the Louvre, 
What's the big? It's. it's I know. In Paris. Yeah, I know that's in Paris. Well, maybe they take. Disrespect my French heritage. Maybe they take him to like whatever. What's a what's a what's a big? Don't cut. Alan, cut this out. But what's the big? Uh, what's the big um, museum in England? Like, is there a big one in like London? Yes. What is that one called? Begins with an M, doesn't it? If it's the Met, it's a fucking fraud. Well, that's not the Met. The Met's in New York. We've uh, been there. Um, everyone knows we're cultured, so we can look this up. Mm-hmm. In England. The British Museum. The Natural History Museum. The National Gallery. Uh, holy crap. They got a lot of museums. Oh, interesting. I mean, a lot of the world's history was centered around it. Yeah. Well, what's what's the joke? Uh, the only reason the pyramids are still in Egypt is because they're too heavy. <laughs> like, um, I mean, so much of, you know. Yeah. It's been absconded. The British Museum. Good word. Beamish. Well, wherever they take him, they take him to a museum. There's Mary Van Gogh Rose exhibit museum. going on. And he's obviously supposed to be, he's present day, right? They took Van Gogh from his time and brought him present day. So like, but he like he did, died not being famous. Like he died pretty obscure. And um, the the guy that runs like the the museum director in the show is Bill Nye. Ah, the Tate Modern, perhaps. And but he uh, just like for giggles because he's now looking around the room, Van Gogh, and he's looking around the room at all these paintings that he may have not even painted yet, but they're his. And he's like getting a little bit emotional. And just to put the cherry on top, um, Matt Smith, who is the doctor at this time, he asks Bill Nye um, what he like in, in the so science ma- guy. Yes, in so many words, like how would you describe um, Vincent Van Gogh? So he's like within earshot, and now he has the you know incomparable voice of uh, Davy Jones himself, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I mean, in my opinion as a museum director he's the world's finest painter like this that and the other thing just waxing lyrical about how much he loves him and how the impact he's had on civilization and the arts and everything and there's like they've got like oasis going on in the background for the show and it's it's a real teary moment like Mm -hmm. if you're not crying like there's something wrong with you mentally and uh emotionally rather and uh that's like well man man fucking if it's 97 seasons of this i'm not I can't do this. If this is just English, this is us with historical factors. I'm out. I can't handle this right now, buddy. They just go through time finding yeah. historical figures. <laughs> Making bring them, them cry. Bring them to the present to show how much we appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. I can't. I mean, that honestly, that's not cut that out. That's not a bad show. But <laughs> I just, I don't think, I already watch enough shit that makes me cry. I can't, I can't do it with an yeah. English accent. I know. <laughs> makes me cry even more. Yeah. Um trying to think of the last show that really made me cry was i tell you mine tell me tell me yours while the, i try to think of mine the good place yeah good place i wept like a child but it was like a happy cry because they were happy yeah you know and that's there was so an rare ex- and acceptance that's so rare yeah what an ending oh what a phenomenal fan- fantastic and like it's a three-part ending <laughs> yeah so it's like you they really drag it out but uh, it's it's just sublime. Like it, it really, it's the it's one of those tra- like train wreck. I like literally was like smiling, just unstoppable tears. 
Yeah. The kind that like don't even hit your nose. They just come straight, straight down your cheek. Oh, that was fantastic. Oh, Ted Lasso. Oh, sure. It like honestly every episode. Yeah. It makes you either from like just sheer joy or be because like it just gets real all of a sudden. Yeah. Um. If I had Apple TV, I'd be right there with you. Hey man. I'm. It's. I'm actually like disappointed. It's on Apple TV. If you want to come over and watch it? I will start from the beginning again. Don't say those things if you don't mean it. Because it takes nothing for me to watch Ted Lasso. I'm just going to roll up one day exactly at 3 o'clock. Like, hey, you're done with work. Let's watch Ted Lasso. Okay. 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 How did you get in here? (laughs) This is not my beautiful wife. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) How did you know the passcode? Same as it ever was. (laughs) (laughs) What a great bit. (laughs) Um... I have a question for you, Kevin. Please, ask me. This is a shower thought I had today. Oh. You were thinking of me in the shower? No, I was thinking of the pod in the shower. <laughs> so I was Ew. also thinking about in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking of like an alien pod yes, in the shower. Typical. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's reclined and his jogger's like, yeah, I bet. Cue <laughs> <laughs> well, up, buddy. <laughs> um, Anyways, is there, um, or no, I'm wording it wrong already. Oh, Jesus. Who of your, like, favorite musical acts? All right. Who do you, that are, like, done? It's morbid. Well, for, like, either they, like, split up, or, like, someone died, or they just, like, haven't done anything in a long time. Okay, so we're talking groups, not artists. Or, Or either one. Okay. Or, like, they just haven't done anything in a really long time. Sure, sure. Who do you think has the best last album or last mm, album so there far. are a lot of people that fuck up their last album Ooh, that's a good one um well i can give you mine go ahead so i have two two great ones and one bad one i do i do every time we ask a question and then answer it before it's at before it's the person we asked answers. I always think of that Colin episode where he's like, "You two are just it's like two guys on Bluetooth headsets having separate <laughs> conversations on the same park bench." Well, I think it's important because it gives the other person a little bit of time. To yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. But they're just not listening to what the other one's saying while they're trying to think of it. So, the bad one mm-hmm. for me, and I hope it doesn't stay this way. I would like to see another one from them. Outcast. Okay. Idlewild. Yeah. Not a great album. I mean, granted, it's like a soundtrack to a movie. Mm-hmm. And also it followed Speaker Box and Love Below. Yeah. So it was already a tall order. Right. But th- hmm. Big Boy and Andre are in like very few songs together on it. I think just maybe two or three. And it's just like, it's not there. It doesn't feel like it's all there. But the two best ones... That I came up with. Yeah. First one is Beastie Boys, Hot Sauce Committee Part 2. Sure. Makes sense. Incredible album. I th- Probably, I'd say it's arguably my favorite Beastie Boys album. And the other one, which I think edges out that one a little bit, is Tribe Called Quest, uh, We Got It From Here, Thank You For Your Service. And that's mm-hmm. because that one was also like a farewell to Fife Dog. Sure. Um, and also just incredible all-around music. Yeah, that was a good album. I really enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. 
the Elton John song on it, Ooh Child. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I don't know. There aren't a ton of bands that I I listen to on a daily basis that are done. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of tough to say. I mean, there are a lot of bands that I wish were done based off of their current trajectory. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's tough to say. I mean, not really answering your question, but... I mean, you can also do, like, just best last album so far. Yeah. Best last album so far. Um, that's That's another thing, man. It's That's a toughie. Cause like I think it's pretty well established by by the the Uggy Duggies slash babies. I'm really a tremendous Clutch fan. Yeah, and I you've seen them live a bunch of times. Yeah, like you? six or seven times. And I don't love their last album. Mm-hmm. It, it was met with a lot of mixed feelings by a lot of people who I know that also like clutch in and around as much as I do. Mm -hmm. And it, I thought it would grow on me eventually because as of right now, like their, their pen, I'm not even going to use that fucking word. The, the, the album before last penultimate. Yeah. But there's no sense. Who cares? Um, the, yeah, the album before last, uh, that one had to grow on me, but yeah. I like it a lot. Now. It was a grower, not a shower. Yeah. Well, it's one of those albums where you can't, it's like a Pink Floyd album. Like you can't pick and choose which songs you want to listen to. Like you have to start at the beginning and just let it play through. Yeah. And, um, and that's, that's all well and good and that's fine and everything. And there's like some sequels to songs on this last album, but mm. for the most part, like I can't really listen to it all the way through. Cause there's a lot of just like, what is happening? What are we doing here? Song sequels are always weird. Yeah. And I, I don't necessarily mind it. It's just such a different song. Yeah. That it's like, if you hadn't told me that it was a sequel, then I wouldn't believe you. Like, I mm-hmm. would just go over it. Um, and But it's it's interesting. And honestly, listen, this is maybe going to piss some people off. Uh, I don't think Iron Maiden has had a good album in decades. <laughs> I love Iron yeah. Maiden. I, agree I love Iron Maiden so much. Like, I would do anything for them including buying these albums that I listened to 10 times and then never again. And it's like the first time it's like, Oh geez. And then the next nine times is a labor of love. And then I just, I'm like, this is not going to happen. This is just not happening. I was, um, and this will make you proud of me. Mm -hmm. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I spent a significant amount of time trying to find rhyme of the ancient Mariner (laughs) to listen to. Yeah. Not knowing that they spelled rhyme wrong. And, like, I was getting no results. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I know this exists because Kevin showed it to me. Yeah. And I finally found it. I was like, oh, the moment's passed. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even want it anymore. Did I really show that to you? Oh, yeah. Huh. You showed it to me. It was one night when we were recording. Probably in either, like, the two hours we'd hang out afterwards. Yeah. Or the two hours we'd hang out Maybe. before. Yeah. It's amazing we got anything done in those days because it's when like we, when we recorded at my house, we were, it was an investment of time. Yeah, it really was like a show up around like eight or nine, stay until like two thirty. Oh yeah, <laughs> you'd be talk your shit for a long time. Then uh, all right, are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Like that's what I'm saying. It's amazing anything even got produced because it was like, what are we going to talk about? We've already talked about everything. Yeah, those are good. Days. And now we have to drive here. Would we talk about? Yeah. Everything? Um. 
Live closer, Alan. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to turn this into like a. This band sucks. The, the new Iron Maiden dropped today. I don't know if you saw that or. No, the new album out today. Yeah, on a Monday. Senjetsu. Not it's to, called. Not to. I guess it is a holiday weekend. Yeah. So they're also English. So you uh, know. English. But uh, I I will listen to it. Of course I will listen to it. But I mean, they gotta be getting up there, aren't they? They are. They are getting up there. And then... Um, I feel like when you've been around so long... Yeah. And you get to a certain age, I just don't think you can... Yeah, I think you have to switch up the sound at some point. Well, they do. To like accommodate for both your health yeah, and whatnot. They do, and that is kind of the issue. Mm. Is instead of it like... So like with, with like Clutch starting off as like... A hardcore band of sorts and then kind of working their way into like a very amplified kind of dad rock mm-hmm. it's like almost western it's like very strange but it's it you know it, it rocks i wouldn't say they shred anymore but they they it, you know it's a good heavy dense noise mm-hmm. and it's a full sound and it's good and it's clever and everything but sometimes it's not always what i love but at least it's all like on pace with one another yeah Iron Maiden just goes full fucking force in the other direction. And, like, this this album, I guess, is supposed to have, like, a, a Japanese samurai, like, shogun motif over the top mm. of it. Um, and I listened to the single, and I did not like it. But everybody online is like, that's so fucking good. The Iron Maiden's back. And I was like, did we listen to the same song? <laughs> I don't know, man. Just Maybe like, it's one of the songs that's better in album context. Ah, maybe. I hope so, dude. Um because I felt the same way whenever uh, Kendrick put Humble out. Yo, yeah, I guess that's true. I was like, yeah, it's a banger, but like I expected more. But then mm-hmm. in the context of the album, I was like, oh, this is a highlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so often for me that it actually like works out like initially like that. Mm-hmm. And then like that single becomes easily my least favorite song on the track. Where it's like, why did they even pick this song? This is the least good song on the yeah. track. Um, there are times where it's like... They put the, and like they nail it with the single. Mm-hmm. And it's like the only like when Eminem did a Marshall Mathers LP two. Yeah, which that is an album that grew on me over time. But for the longest time, Berserk, which was like the one that sounded like a Beastie Boy song, yeah, was the only one I listened to. I listened to like whatever came after, which was like I think it was Rap God. I was like, oh, this is corny. Yeah, and like Rap God is still very corny. It's so corny. <laughs> Um, but uh-huh. like the changing sounds thing, like I think of Jay Z when he first started, he was he was a fast rapper, he was a fapper, he's a fapper, yeah. And like then four albums in, he switched it up to like he slowed it down, and now like his feature on Donda, it's like he's just speaking, yeah. And but I think it's because like he's getting older, and whenever he does rap quickly now. Which he does every now and then, you can hear that he like gets out of breath mm. because he's in his fifties now. Yeah, and it's like, it it makes sense. Yeah, but he just put like all the power in like the strength of the voice itself, and you're like, oh, it's Jay Z. We're gonna stop and listen now. Yeah, that makes sense. I was gonna say the only other thing is, um, I'm a big big Nat Ratliff guy. Mm-hmm. His last album that came out last year was. Uh, not great. Um, he did it without the night sweats, but it yeah. still counts in that 
Um, but it gave you the night's yeah, it's it, it still counts in that uh, discography, but mm-hmm. um, it's just it's just Nathaniel Rayliff by himself, and uh, it's a very stripped down acoustic album. And I don't know, maybe then now that I'm kind of like messing around with that kind of music intentionally, mm-hmm. I might be able to go back and listen to some of it. But it, it it is it's a heavy album. Like the the previous two, are you do you like Nathaniel Rayliff? I've dabbled very little. Mm-hmm. Like I've uh, downloaded his album. Which one do I have? Um, he's standing front and center on the cover of it. Oh, um, he's got like a hat. Well, there's yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm sure I'm not narrowing it down at all. Uh, tearing at the seams. Uh, I'll tell you. No, and it's still all right. 2020. Yeah. So that's the one that you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Um. The other two are. Oh yeah, it's just him. It's yeah. Not yeah, I think broken I broken sweats. I think you were the night sweat. I I remember. I remember. <laughs> I was thinking of broken bones. Is yeah. that a, a Saint Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I I think I remember actually you asking me, you texted me and you were like, "There is a band with this guy, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." There's like a whole horn section. You're like, mm, "Bet." <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like yeah. it. Um, did did he lose them somewhere? Yeah. Has he not broken his fever yet? <laughs> but um, yeah, like the first the first album is very like hey, hey, and then the second album's a little bit more toned down, a little bit more intentional, and this album is just like sad bastard cowboy guitar music. And I was like, but you're going in the wrong direction, I think, you know. Um, but I guess this new album that singles are starting to come out, it's gonna get. It's back into like the night sweats are back, boys. You know, not something you always love to hear, but oh, right yeah. now the night terrors are yeah. back. <laughs> We're gonna get what? <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Wake up a puddle of yourself. Uh, oh well, I mean, we're past those days, but uh. yeah, you don't sweat as much as I do. I guess. <laughs> Fitzy boy. <laughs> Oop. Uh, okay, I think we're back. I almost had a heart attack. I think we're back though. It's okay. Oh, this is such a classic episode. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, we got we got Simpsons on in the stew. It's the uh, the the Tokyo episode. Oh man! But uh, <laughs> no, I mean that's an insightful <laughs> question. Would they choose to go to the American restaurant over anything else? Oh, uh, who'd be raging to me? Not me. It ain't you. You're right over there. Um, I was trying to think of other groups or artists, artists. That would apply to my prompt. Um, let me take a look. I mean, Metallica is probably an easy answer. Are they done? They're not done. I feel like they probably should be. Yeah. Depending on who you are, you would say they 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 got done in uh, what 1991. Yeah, uh, because like my original thing was like just thinking like who went out on top. Mm. Okay. Like maybe it wasn't the best album they ever put out, but it was like a solid, respectable work. Probably Pink Floyd. And it was like, you know, what was theirs? Um, I know the final cut is considered. Or no, it was like the Division Bell, wasn't it? Yeah. Pink is Roger Waters still on that though. Pink Floyd's last album is what is this? Because I know the final cut is considered a Pink Floyd album, but I'm pretty sure it was the just Endless Roger River Waters. came out in 2014. That was the full acoustic one. Yeah. 
Uh, the division bell came out in '94. That has to be it then. Um, it was written by David Gilmore and Richard Wright. And Richard Roundtree. Yeah, looks like that was it. Only talking about Shaft. Looks like that was it. Um, who else? I mean, I feel like at that point you get into those like all-time great bands. But even then, yeah. it's tough because like towards the end for a lot of those bands, they there were shakeups in the lineup, and it just was like, mm. yeah, you know, like the. Uh, the Dio days of Sabbath were and continue to be incredibly divisive. I mean, even amongst the members of the band, like I. So, I think I, I remember. Like I just, oh Jesus, we're gonna do this. No, I just was I part of a conversation about Black Sabbath recently. I that just heard surpri- someone talk. I don't have much to say. I was like, that time. would surprise me, but not. Yeah. It's Maybe not it was just like happening around me. Uh-huh. I forget what it was, but it was some something like someone didn't consider. Or they liked Ozzy Osbourne, didn't like Black Sabbath, or is the other way around? I don't know. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I don't I'll remember say, the deets. <laughs> I'll say this about that. Um, you can say this, or you can say that. Um, I feel like that was a kind of an exciting time because whenever Ronnie James Dio joined Black Sabbath by his own admission, I mean, he got together with the band and he was like, I, I don't want to be a Black Sabbath cover band. You know, I want to take this in a completely different direction. Mm-hmm. And so like Heaven and Hell, like that's like a whole thing. Like it, it's it sounds more like Dio than it does Black Sabbath, but there's obviously elements that it's like, okay, this is Black Sabbath. But at the same time, like, there was a really good, I don't know if it was a behind the music or just like a regular kind of interview thing with Ozzy, but he was like, I've never been more scared in my entire life than the moment I got dropped by Black Sabbath because I like just kind of, like when you just kind of get that that brief glimpse of stardom, and you're like, okay, well, if this is happening, like, I, I can't not have that ever again. Like, I need that back. So he was like, I had to go and get, and I had to start. Like, they already had the momentum. Like, admittedly, there's a bump in the road. But, like, I have to meet them where they're already at, at nothing. Like, I'm starting at nothing, and I have to beat them there. So he basically assembled this, like, underground supergroup of people that had never really been in signed bands before, mm-hmm. famously with Randy Rhodes. It was, I think, just a guitar teacher in L.A. at the time. And, uh, I mean, whenever, uh, what, what, what was that? Um, his first one was not. Um, I can see it on my head. It's, 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 it's the one with Bark, and the, Bark at the Moon. I don't know that I could name a single Ozzy Osbourne song that isn't Black Sabbath. Um, was Crazy Train just Ozzy or was that Black Sabbath? It is Bark at the Moon. No, um, Crazy Train was was Ozzy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I can name one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So it was it was Bark at the Moon. Um, yeah. What a fucking album. Uh, but like when he came out, 
with that, it was uh, basically like, no, it wasn't. It was Blizzard of Oz. You're absolutely right. It was Blizzard of Oz. Um, just said Crazy Train was on that one. Um, Mr. Crowley was on that one. Honestly, Diary of a Madman is probably my favorite album. Because that one's got Over the Mountain on it. And that's a fucking banger. But hey, Bark of the Moon. Also a very good album. But the like just competing, that's kind of like... I feel like just in that is kind of a sad thing. It's just like that story of like all these guys getting together, making a band, making it big, making it famous, kind of touring the world, doing everything, and then one guy getting expelled for one reason or the other, whether he deserves it or not. Mm-hmm. It's a variable in the story. But then coming up and now them being competing, you know, it, it would be like if Verstappen got exiled by Red Bull, joined like. <laughs> mclaren or something yeah but like they didn't have enough money for his racer so he had to like fund his own i don't know you know some convoluted thing like that so he's basically like a box car trying to beat red bull again like i mean i guess it's and that's definitely a metaphor everybody's gonna get so i was gonna i was gonna take it the other way and be like uh nwa with ice cube yeah sure and also straight out of compton being their one and only album with the original lineup yeah it's probably the best first and last album Truly. Well, I was going to say, when with Iron Maiden, I actually picked up a copy of Straight Outta Compton the same day that uh, the last Iron Maiden album came out. And I had listened to, like, I already know most of the songs off of Straight Outta Compton, so it wasn't like a huge thing. But I was listening to the Iron Maiden album, and I was like, I cannot believe, for the first time in my life, I'm listening to one of my favorite bands, if not at that time my favorite band. And all I can think about is how much I'd rather listen to Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton is nothing but bangers. It really isn't. Well, you know, until like... Hey, (laughs) there is not a single day that goes by that I don't think, yo, give me something to dance to. Yeah, right around the introduction of of Arabian Prince, it's like... Arabian Prince, back with the style and type, not slow and low, it's a fast type. (laughs) Thanks for your contribution, here is your check. (laughs) You're not going to be in the movie. (laughs) We will mention you, though. Yeah, you're not even making the director's cut. <laughs> um, but yeah, like every time, like if I put my iPod on shuffle and I'm like, ah, this isn't good, this isn't good, this yeah. not what I'm feeling, just give me something to dance to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then sometimes that song comes on, I'm like, all right, here we go. We have a winner. Oh, what a jam. I've been saying it. Man, that's whack. Back the other track. Um... Trying to think of an album. Is uh, I think that's on is, it's on Compton. A bitch N words. No, it's uh two thousand one. It is two thousand one. Yeah. Okay, I would say it's because that's that's where he brought back Ren, right? Yeah. And I that like monologue. MC Ren follows me on Twitter. You should too. Yeah, and hey. MC Ren was my favorite for a while. And He's I, the villain. He is the villain. Um, I don't know. I just really liked... Uh, it's his verse on... Um, what's the song we always said that... Uh, I mean, there are multiple songs. Confidence in the House? No, it's before that. I think it's like the fourth or fifth track. Quiet on the set? Um, let me finish... 
I mean, I guess there are some that could say Easy Does It is basically an NWA album. Yeah. I think it's If It Ain't Rough. If It Ain't Rough, It Ain't Me. You'll run. It's either that or Parental Discretion is Advised. For the moment. I think it's Parental Discretion is Advised. For the moment. That's the one that the beat is like... Run is the villain. Yeah, okay. Because it's like everything's going great. Everybody gets their own verse, and it's like this is a fucking banger. And then Easy goes last, and just completely fucking ruins the whole track. It, I mean, he does that. He did that on Dope Man. He does it all the time. Well, he did it all the time. Well, I'm the Dope Man, my boy. Wear corduroy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they just what? Are you just mad living your verse? It makes me think of like it makes me think of the uh, the rich homie Quan verse and save that money. Where they actually stop the track, and he's like, whoa, Quan, but what does any of that have to do with saving money, though? You know what? A full verse would have been too expensive anyway. <laughs> it's just like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, <laughs> it doesn't really relate to yeah. anything that we've discussed thus far. Yeah. Uh, if it, like, the track just cut out, and you just heard Ice Cube go, this really doesn't relate to anything we've discussed yeah. thus far. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the use of thus for me. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. That would be a good time. Alan, you're a pretty big music guy. Do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I was kind of thinking about it. Uh, Sunny Day Real Estate, you know, I think their last album was pretty good. It was, was alright anyway, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best as some of the other ones they've released. But I was also thinking, too, Mac Miller's last album. Was like oh, Circles. Circles. Yeah. That is one to go off of. I mean, yeah, I guess that counts because it was... It was recorded, right? Or at least mostly recorded. I think it was released, and then he had passed on a couple... I thought it was the other way around. I think it was posthumously put out. Maybe it was. Because he was alive during swimming, and they made a big deal about circles because it was, it was recorded. It was supposed to be like the, the yang to swimming. Yes, yang. exactly. And I was thinking, and I thought this would have been cool, but... Because we, we, we were talking about it, because when I worked at Abercrombie, they came out, and everybody there was like very much of that generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking like maybe it would be cool if like swimming was like the odds and circles was the even. So it's like, you're supposed to like zip back and forth oh, between yeah. the tracks to get the full story. But I guess it doesn't play out like that. I mean, I haven't given it a shot, but maybe would, it's like a Pink Floyd thing. I really liked, um, I really vibed with circles. Yeah. Uh, like I've talked about this before. I wasn't always a big Mac Miller fan, but because... When he first came up, it was very, like, frat boy rap. Yeah. Which was not my vibe mm-hmm. at the time, and really not even now. Yeah. But, so, it wasn't until after he passed that I really started listening to him. I was like, oh, he got really good mm-hmm. in his, like, later stages. And I, like, worked my way backwards. And, like, by that point, I was like, there was the nostalgia, because, like, what, eight, nine years removed from whenever I first heard yeah. kids. Yeah, dude, that's the thing, is, like... The, his like at least swimming in circles like it's I wouldn't say it's super laid back but it is very like it, it's it's pretty like indica like it's just like really chill and it's like kind of aggressive sometimes like heavy I mean there's but like everybody's favorite song is the Benz yeah and because I mean and that's a certified like there's you know it's not my thing but like just the tempo of it and if you don't pay attention for me if I don't pay attention too much about what's going on like it is a banger but um, I mean, like, there's like tracks on circles where like 
you can really barely hear him. He's so soft spoken. Yeah. On there and he's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, even the <laughs> but it's the, like so gentle and soothing. It's 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 kind of like his eight oh eights and heartbreak. Yeah, I would say that. Um, what is our? Uh, um, I this is one of our most focused discussions. It really had. is. Um, I would say I liked I liked some of his songs. It, you're right. It is like it's so weird though. It's like almost I can't believe that he got the attention of kind of our generation and younger mm-hmm. because of how mellow it is. Yeah, especially towards the end. I mean, he was our contemporary. He was your age, I think. He was, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was. Um, him and... Uh, I really, really like... All right, so I'll say this. I don't own any of his albums, but I really get happy when I hear him on the radio or in a, in a store or something. Mm-hmm. Really kind of got around to liking Posty. Yeah. I think he's, I like him as a feature. I think he's hysterical. He's so funny. Uh. Um. And I I dig his story. Like I he was supposed to, he wanted to be a country artist, and his label was like, yeah, we got enough of them. Uh, you're not gonna do that. You're gonna be, you're gonna be a a, a rapper, and then that's kind of explaining why like his last album was a little bit more songy. Yeah. Um, I think he's trying to do a John Mayer thing, and if he releases a country album, I'm gonna be first in line. His vibrato has- is ridiculous. He did a cover of something, didn't he? He there's did a like, bunch of covers. They're like really good. Yeah, he did a Nirvana cover, I think. I thought he did some, some country covers already. He he very well might have. He he's been dabbling like wow. And I think he's, I like him. I think he's a really nice dude. He seems like the kind of guy that would get bored doing any one thing. Yeah, forever. Um, yeah. Like there's a, there's a couple of like really. Like White Iverson is like kind of a like that was a single, but to me like that's a throwaway track. I don't think that's really indicative of what he's mm. about. I say that as someone who's not a fanatical person about it. Like I, I like him a lot. I wouldn't consider myself a fan. What's the uh, what's the Spider Man song? So Sunflower. Yeah. Oh, what a bop! I like that a lot. I like. Um, it's a song that just like immediately sets the tone. Um, like if you're having like a little little get together, you're like, all right, here's the vibe for the evening. Mm-hmm. Eh, 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 eh. So ironically, I like mm. I like his song circles, coming back to that term. Um, circles. But I I liked a lot. Um, what is it on the new one? Um, Sunflower is good. Uh, wow, I thought was a good song. Wow, period. Oh, I don't. I haven't really listened, so I don't know. Um. He does have but a track. With, he does have a track with these the baby, so that's something to think about. But um, what is the song? Why can't I think of the song? Candy Paint. I fucking love Candy Paint. That is such a good song. It's like, and it's like I think that is probably the song. Like when I think, like my image of him. Yeah, <laughs> I can't look at. This. Yeah, my my image of of Posty is entirely based off of like that song mm-hmm. because like there are some clever things that he says like god damn i love paper like a michael scott um he's got one that's like uh who's the boss like i'm tony danza like stuff like that touchdown tony Danza. um but it's just like what is the verse i'm trying to th- or i'm trying to think of the hook it's like I don't know. I'm not going to embarrass myself, but uh, 
there's one word that I can't figure out, and I'm not going to say the whole thing without without that word. So yeah, uh, I hate it when that happens. Yeah, right. It's like I know like 99 percent of it, but there's one word that I don't know for sure. Or even when you're like singing along in the car, and you're like, All right, I know this part, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one of Snoop's verses on nothing but a G things like that. I think it's his second verse. It's tough. Um, um, but I think I just, it's like funny and it's, it's fun and it's like kind of, it's kind of braggadocious as that kind of music tends to be like that kind of sect of rap. No, you're wrong. I mean, yeah. I mean, no one brags in rap music. Incorrect. Um, Very humble people. But it's just funny. I think it's, it's just, it's just funny to me. Cause again, he's like, by all rights, like such a nice kid. Like everybody loves him. Yeah. Every time he does interviews, he's like very. He just ingratiates himself with everybody. He did a Tiny Desk concert, didn't he? It he was did. Like really good. He did. Yeah, he did. Um, he was really good friends with uh, Ethan and Ela Klein. I don't for H three H three. Oh, um, the, that podcast. Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> Kevin saw the completely blank. Yeah, look on he was my just face. like. Uh, do we know them? Yeah. Did we go to school with them? What's, hey. what's going on? Here? He, uh, which by the way, uh, happy Rosh Hashanah, uh, Alan, happy Rosh Hashanah. Thank you. Douglas. Yom Kippur in a couple weeks. I'm saying it. <laughs> Excited. I got my papas. Um, so yeah. Do you think, um, Riff Raff looks at Post Malone and is like, if I just took it a little bit more seriously, I could have everything that he has. Ah, Riff Raff is... But instead, I just went full party boy. I he, he went full Icarus. He flew way too close to the sun. Dude, he was on... He is a product of MTV to begin with. Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily know how much he gives a shit. But you're right. Like, he could have been... I don't actually... I couldn't name you like, a single... Like, aesthetically, they have very similar looks. Yeah. I couldn't name you a single Jody High Roller track. No. I'll be totally honest with you. I, like, even if I just put two words together based off of what I think about him, I don't think I can name a single track. And honestly, when I think of Riff Raff, what first comes to mind is James Franco and Spring Breakers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spring Breakers. When I, when I think of Riff Raff, I think of that fake interview that he did for vice maybe mm. where he just starts talking with an english accent like halfway through through just like you what crocky did i just have a stroke <laughs> you want us live on tape um at least your voice didn't crack yeah that's true i kept it the whole way I didn't even spill my drink <laughs> but uh oh shit i have something for you after this is done don't let me leave i mean i'm gonna leave but then i'm gonna come back um like real, real quick. He's gonna go drop me off. He's gonna come back. Yeah. No, it's in my car. But um, um, that reminds me. What was I gonna say? I don't know. Something about, I'm sure our snowman is nigh. We were talking about Jody High Roller. Jody High. Jodeci. Roller. Um, uh, it's pronounced Joe Deshi. Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> and brother, I don't know if I've ever laughed so hard in my life. <laughs> Oh boy! Do we have the room to tell that joke anonymously? Got a minute. Okay. All right. So no names. No names. No names. Of course. Um, a few years ago, I was in. Actually, it was like five years. Yeah, ago. it was a long time ago. I was in an acting class, and in my class, it was like all men, which was unheard of. Ugh. But we we all became boys. <laughs> we went from men <laughs> to boys. <laughs> 
Start that group. Near the end of the class, we had to like film this thing, like this intro video for a showcase. So we were like scouting areas. And um, (laughs) there's one kid who is four years younger than us, I think, around that, three, four years. Um, He. He thought he was the shit. Yeah. He thought he was the cat's pajamas. He liked himself very much. The bee's knees. Big, big fan of himself. (laughs) So any little thing he did that messed up was already fantastic. But they they were, he and another guy were talking about Jodeci, like the group. Except he wasn't saying Jodeci. He was saying Joe Deshi, (laughs) like, like Joe Pesci. And, like, another guy that was there, like, started making fun of him. He was like, he turned back to me, he was like, um, he was like, Doug, what do you think of Joe Deshi? I was like, and, like, not really even hearing the conversation, I was just, you mean, you mean Joe Deshi? And he was like, yes, right? Okay. (laughs) Like, we're not, I'm not crazy. He's saying the name wrong. Oh, Joe Deshi. What a time. I think they should come back if they ever left. I don't know. No. I think they I think they're probably done. I'm looking at it. They up. should come back as Joe Deshi. Rebrand. It's not too late. You can always rebrand if you oh, mis- just pronounce your name differently. True. Like you can stop being out and start being Elaine. Alone. Alone. Well, Casey and Jojo they did their own things for a while, right? Like like as Casey and Jojo? Uh maybe. I so. Yeah, they did. Okay. They did it. Alan. They did it. Because they did All My Life. All my life. I don't know. All right. You're talking about boots. Isn't that All My Life? No. It's Casey and JoJo, dude. I done told you. No, who's on uh, the RTJ All My Life song? Oh, that is boots, yeah. Okay. So don't... Don't gaslight me. Are you gaslighting it's, me? It's pronounced gaslighting, actually. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a soft G, actually. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, it's like, it's like that middle point, Kanye. It's a soft G. Trying, where did I hear If the, I could uh, think of a better person to call that, that would have been a really funny joke. I would have blew the <laughs> fucking doors off this place. Where did I... I heard a joke. It was They were talking about Jif peanut butter. Actually, some people pronounce it GIF. GIF. (laughs) A lot of fun with that. I have a lot of fun with that. See, the internet ruined everything. Ruined. (laughs) Ah, shit. Well, I guess that's about our time, right? Yes, we should probably get rolling here. Um, I hope you all enjoyed your last day wearing white. From this point. If you subscribe, well, we should probably mention it's Labor Day. Yeah. (laughs) Not just. New rules. Yeah. Like Dua Lipa said, new rules. Hey. Can't wear white anymore. I like that. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean. It's too poppy. The pool parties are probably off the table, I would imagine. But, hey, the fires are going to start. Yeah. You know, we're great at fires. We are great at fires. Hooting halves. Fires are our lightning round. I make the best s'mores. Yep. And that uh, barbecue bacon wrapped hot dog. That wasn't my best. Well, you know, it happened. It did happen. And, uh. I mean, it wasn't bad. We're all still here. It's all still alive. We're all still here. Yeah. 
Only a couple people died from that food poisoning. You know? And we didn't like them anyway. Uh, yeah. It was about thinning the herd. You know, it's exactly it. You know, it's uh, <laughs> barbacalling, as we call it. So, <laughs> Barbacalling the fold. Yep. It's all right. It's all right. But hey, Barbacoa we appreciate you listening in. We appreciate you telling your friends. We appreciate you overseas Dougies, Uggy or otherwise. My uh, my Doug heads over in France. Yeah, we love you. My ya. cousins. We love you. We <laughs> see we see that number rising, and then uh, in the in New South Wales area, in the uh, Sydney Australia area. Well, you know they're all trapped at home, so they have nothing That's better true. to do than listen to every podcast. Welcome to ever. welcome to your ninth lockdown. Very yeah. sorry for you. Welcome, we'll get it figured out. Welcome to hell. <laughs> we'll get it figured out. Uh, the lockdown or the podcast? Both. <laughs> It's a twofer. <laughs> Two uh, for the price of one. <laughs> you ever get a bogo on hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's nine circles of this for the price of one. <laughs> and now there's 18. <laughs> uh, no, so that's cool. That's cool. Um, but anyway, we love you, babies. And um, you got anything you want to say, Doug? I just want to say that I had fun because my question was answered. Good. I brought heat this week. So next week I'm going to take off. Yeah. You have to show up with something. That's all right. I got I got notes. You came with answers. I got notes. And uh, I'm happy to come with the answers. I came with Q's. You came with A's. You know, I always do. Hey, uh, uh, Alan, you got, anything? You, got, you, got, you got anything you want to sing? You got anything you want to plug? Like true podcast outros. You got any projects coming up you want to plug? Not really, no. God damn it. I mean, you, you do hold a lot of power over this, so you can do yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> we got to we gotta get some sponsors in this bitch. Yeah. Any local breweries want to sponsor this cast? Well, I just saw an ad for Sonic, and I feel like the three of us have a future at Sonic. So- for working there, probably. <laughs> yes. I was thinking more of consuming their... Sonic, hit us up. Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. What if we got sponsored by Sega? God. Apropos to nothing. We could we do the old school Sega. We, we'll have intro. to work on it, but we we have fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a time. Well, hey, I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we that, didn't really swear all that much in this episode. This might be the first episode I won't check the explicit content one. You got to use so many curse words. The fuck, are you talking about? Well, you should probably check it. <laughs> yeah, I will probably check it anyway. Kids can't listen to this. It's for nude adults only. You can yeah. only listen to this pod if you're nude. I mean, that's how I usually listen. That's to how it. we record it. So that's how you got to listen to it mm-hmm. for the full effect. Mm-hmm. So you can see my skin peel off yeah. this leather chair. Deck swanging. Uh, all right, we're out. Uh, we love you, babies. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends. And um, let them know who you are, son. Oh, I've been Kevin. At I've been Kevin. Nice. This whole time? You over there in the white? I have always been. For the last time this year? This year? (laughs) The year ends on Labor Day. (laughs) Happy New Year, I guess. Hey, it is Rosh Hashanah. That's true. For the chosen people. Yes. We were not chosen. Not yet. Mm -mm. It's not too late. Well, I feel like probably God's vengeful. The Jewish God is extremely vengeful. That's like his entire MO. We've like been half bar mitzvahed. That's true. All We've been barred do. from many establishments. All you have to do is, you know, repeat some words. That's true. That none of us can pronounce. We already know a little bit of Yiddish. Uh, Bruch Hashem. Bruch Hashem. Schwitzen. Meshugna. Yeah. Schwanz. Schwanz. Um, Schmutz. Svelte. 
Svelte. A lot of S words. Svelte. It's an entire it's an entire language built off the letter S. I mean, yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Uh yeah. Oh, um, nope, hold on. That's um It's a word for like walking somewhere, right? It's uh I'll think of it later. Waltzing. No, no, that's a real word. Oh. Um <laughs> he says just disparaging an entire <laughs> language. <laughs> And that is Kevin Cross, <laughs> who lives at. Uh, that's actually gonna that's gonna irritate me. But we do have to end the pod. So yeah. um, I'm always Douglas. Yep, Daniel McSwangle on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but just Doug him. Doug him. D o u g a a m. Oh, you remember the second A? Yeah. Douglas. Oh, babe. Alfred Allen McGlynn. That's what I gotta put out tonight. Yeah. On a Monday. These are extremely tight pants, so I think you probably I've have a pass. Noted. <laughs> um, and then this is Alan. Yeah, there he is. This is Alan. There he is. All right, babies. Shut up, it's not your pod, Alan. <laughs> we'll get you in the next one. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye bye. For presidents to represent me, the world is yours, the world is yours, and I'm amped up. For presidents to represent me, the world is yours, the world is yours, and I'm amped up. For presidents to represent me, the world is yours, the world is yours, and I'm amped up. For presidents to represent me, the world is yours, the world is yours, and I'm amped up. Oh, God damn it, it's schlep. Hmm. The word was schlep. Hmm. The walking. Oh. The Yiddish walking. I'll take your word for you it. You used to care, Doug. I did. But now I'm schwitzing.